Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager of Bona Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How you feeling, buddy? I'm under the weather big time. You are, listen, I'm going to say this right up front to the audience. Wayne Islander's a trooper. I've talked to him the last couple of days. Now, you know, we bust each other a lot on this show. Uh, fight like cats and dogs. But when I talked to Wayne Monday and Tuesday, I thought, to, I even said to Pauline, there's no way he's going to be able to do the show on Wednesday. No way. Man, you come back good, baby. You were pretty sick there. And I still think you're a little under the weather, but lots of plugging, water, man. You're plugging it. Water and vitamin C and just, yeah, it's been rough. But that's okay. Enough about me. Rob, this is about you. This is all about me. Right. Take a look. This is Rob Johnson is 60 years old now. Holy smokes. You know something? You know what's weird about that? Like, I'm 61. When I say I'm 61, it doesn't sound that old. But when I say Rob Johnson is 60, somehow it seems older to me because it's not me. But you, you uh, welcome to the club. Wow. It's a sad club, man. No, it's not, man. So, Rob, 60 years old. Um, what'd you do over the weekend? How'd you spend your 60th birthday? My 60th birthday? Well, I think I spent my 60th birthday like most floor guys. We were sanding floors, my son and I. You weren't broke down on the side of the road without a gas? <laughs> no. Should we just leave that alone? No, because I know if I was broke down, you drove by, you'd, oh no, you wouldn't stop. You don't right. stop for yeah. people inside. You don't I'd stop. I'd have empathy, for, though. We, we don't want to get back into that. Yeah. No, that was ugly. Matter of fact, I headed that off. I called the HR lady when the show was over and I said, look, I don't know if Rob's already called you. He's been making some strange phone calls lately. So I just want to call you ahead of time first and just forewarn you. Uh, I, I, he's going through stress because he's turning 60 and he's just a little bit off. So if you did call her, I, I just, I got there before you. You know, Wayne, the something about me, you probably don't know. I can take a punch. Okay. I can take a punch. You can take a punch. And, uh, I thought that was pretty funny, though that that show where we were, we were we were really going at it on that one. That was if any, if you get and listen to that show, that might be one you want to listen to. Yeah, I I um, apologize for for raising my nah, voice. Nah, don't worry about it. But like brothers, brothers fight. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So how'd you how'd you spend your sixtieth birthday? Like every floor sander does, I was sanding floors, baby. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah, a good friend of mine, he's uh he's retiring. He's a cop, he's retiring and um he's packing up his stuff and moving out. So he called me up and he goes, "Hey, I want to do the floors. You know, we want to show the house." And so it's about 700 feet downstairs, kitchen, dining room, living room, hallway. And uh so that's how Bum and I spent my birthday sanding floors. Okay, before you go any further. With my son. Okay. Did this good friend pay you? Yes, he did. Good, good. Because people that are selling their homes right now are probably getting a fortune for them. So I'm glad he paid you. Okay. Now, it's funny you said that because when he was talking to me about it, I said, he goes, you know, what's it going to cost? I go, that, that, 
don't worry about it. it sometimes I'm thinking, you know what? Um, especially through the years, he's helped us out now and then, him being a policeman and everything. And uh, so I was thinking, eh, I, you know, when you're working for family and friends, money's always weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, we did a whole show on it. It was so weird. Yeah, yeah. So right, I was right in the middle of it, you know? And um, so he kept saying, hey, what do I do? And I'm like, I, I, you know, just let me get a coat on or let's do this or that. And and then uh, Pauline said, well, you know, we need we need a load of pool water and your son, he's got a kid. And I, I said, all right, you know, he was very generous, you know, um, so I'll just leave it at that. He was very generous. It was worked out for everybody. Um, so, yeah, I did get paid. Okay, good. I asked the question to cause uh, hard feelings between you and him. Yeah. So, so I, in case you listen to the show, just to cause you a little bit more stress in your life. No, no hard feelings at all. Actually, uh, you know, we had, uh, uh, it was funny. I mean, only a floor guy will understand this. We had a lot of laughs during that job. I mean, uh, a lot of laughs because, uh, you know, Bum works for the competition. And uh, so every once in a while, we'd stop and have a pretty good, lively debate on what equipment runs a little bit better and which one I like and which one he likes. And um, it was a riot because uh, my buddy that we were working for, he kept like taking pictures of us and taking videos and laughing like hell. He goes, this is like watching Lion King. He said uh, he started even singing the Lion King song, you know, like... Uh, the old lion, the young lion, but uh, it was pretty cool, you know, fourth and fifth generation guys out there doing his floor, so he was all psyched up about it. Is he uh, past the point of, uh, you know, uh, it's pretty cool, I'm going to impress dad because, uh, you know, or is he past that point? Oh, he's way past that point. Okay, I figured so, yeah. He is way past that point, um, and actually, you know, there was a few years ago, few years there for a while that uh him and i just could not work together we really couldn't work together i mean he is an incredible perfectionist i'm really not you know i i know what, what works and what doesn't work and you know he's a super perfectionist and uh but <laughs> i don't know if we both you know what i mean I went a little his way. He came down a little my way. And we actually, uh, it was uh, actually a pleasure. I mean, and it was funny because uh, his wife and my wife were like, oh my God, they're working together. You know, how's this going to go? They were expecting, you know, they were expecting the worst. And it actually, uh, we, we had a lot of laughs doing it. I've seen people in their 60s and late 70s, father and son, still having that problem on a job together, not working together one or the other. You know that? Yeah. Where, where they just cannot, still can't get along on a job. They, one of them has just got to put their willpower ahead of the other one has got to win. And uh, so it's good that you guys can finally get past that and just, you know, just have fun. It was, um, it was really nice because we really did um, kind of meet in the middle, you know? And, uh, you know, like, for instance, he stopped me and he goes, you walk awfully slow. I was 
making the first cut with a 50 grit. And he goes, man, you really walk slow. He goes, you, you know, you speed it up and try this and that. And I, I said, well, um, you know, I have a reason that I'm walking a little slow. I'm using a 50. I don't want to put a big scratch in it. I don't want to use a 36 because the 50 is working. I said, the 50 is working if I go a little slower, you know, just slow it down a little bit. 50 takes it and I, I don't have to jump from 36. You know, everybody knows the deal. And, uh, you know, he kind of looked at me nodding his head and I could tell that, you know, that kind of made sense to him, you know. So where before, I think that could have been a big a big fight between the two of us. It, it would have been with me. <laughs> so I would have I would have turned up the sander, unplugged the sander, and say, you know what I didn't walk too slow? When I bought you diapers when I when I had no money when I was 23 years old. And I you know what I didn't walk too slow? When I had to go to the grocery store with the last dime I had and I wanted to buy something for myself. I didn't walk slow then. You know when I didn't walk slow? When I had to steal that hockey money just to buy you Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah. The hockey money that we didn't steal and we put back. Yeah. It was gonna, there's no comeback for that. You, you turn the sander back on, you put your headphones back on, you hand gesture him and keep moving. He got me a set of headphones. I don't know what everybody's wearing for headphones, but he got me a set of, um, I don't like talking about the competition, but they're called 3M work phones. Oh my God. Good stuff. Wow. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. But I want to buy it. a bunch of those and just put our name on it because that is the best, uh, the best. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Hearing not. protection that I've ever had. Kidding. Pretty sure Bonus now going to buy them 3M earphones and put our name on them. I don't think either company is going to go with it for that. Not going to go for that, huh? But I'll tell you what, I'm glad you did because, uh, you know, how how important that is. So. When's the last time you sanded a floor? I mean, really, a uh, real, a real uh, job. It's been probably 10 years. It was out in California with my brothers because I wanted to work with them for a day when I was out there. And I'm telling you, things are not the same unbelievable now i thought i was going to feel it the next morning and this is just a shout out to everybody listening to this show who sands floors okay everybody makes it look so damn easy right and you've done it after a while you would you made it look easy right effortless you, you take it for granted how how effortless it is to you <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now I thought oh, I'll probably be sore in the morning. I wasn't sore the next morning. I was sore that night. I got home. Pauline and I had some supper and I was like, oh my God, I, I'm having trouble getting up from the table. She gave me some ibuprofen. And I took a hot shower. I was like, my God, I have completely lost it. 60 has destroyed me. But I will say this the next morning I woke up and I was shocked. Um, you know, I felt pretty good. Mm. We went back at it. When I worked with my brothers, what I did is I ran the big machine on a pretty sizable job and three quarters of the way uh, through the job sanding it. You know, what surprised me, I mean, I can't begin to tell you how much it surprised me. One thing, the one muscle in my body that, that, that it hurt the most was the least muscle I thought it would hurt the most is my triceps. When I 
from, from holding the machine back and whatever. When I went at lunch, I was eating a sandwich, a tuna fish sandwich. It was like shaking in my hand. When I, was, I put my other hand resting on my elbow. To uh, then I'm like being self-conscious that my brothers can see like my hand shaking eating a tuna fish sandwich. So I was shocked. And and you know what I also thought? I mean, hell, I run a machine every week, a couple times a week when I'm training. You know? Yeah. Not the same. No, there's there's a difference between working the machine for a couple of days and <laughs> making a few passes, training somebody how to do it, and then and then coaching the rest of the time. One thing you and I will never, never, never forget, and we always have such great, great uh, respect for the men and women that do this job. And uh, and I know when you're in it, you don't realize how strong you are until you don't do it anymore. And we both said the worst thing about getting older is we, you're not you lose your strength. And that I never thought at that that would bother me. You know what yeah. I mean? I see an old man up here. He's just an old man. He knows he's old. Who cares? That right. old man might still care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's something we 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 definitely feel. Um, oh. People doing this job. Yeah, you're you're stronger than you realize. Um, when uh, we started the job, Bum got there ahead of me, and he walked through the door, and my buddy Brian, he looks at Bum and he goes, "Oh my God!" And and Bum's like, "What's the matter?" He goes, "I." I I was going to say, okay, Bob, I'm ready to go because I used to pick him up and we played, we played hockey together. They called you Bob. And he called me Bob. A lot of my friends call me Bob. And uh, <laughs> he, he said, Bum walked in the door and he goes, I thought I was being picked up to go play hockey 30 years ago. He goes, that was, he goes, a shiver went down my spine when your son walked in. And then, uh, I showed him that picture because he was bum puts a bandana on. He starts to, you know, he was working the machine. So Brian just looks at me and he goes, Oh my God. He goes, I just can't believe how much he looks like you and acts like you. And then, uh, so I showed him that picture that, that I have of myself. Actually that picture of me running the big machine in 1988 was the same year he was born. I showed that to Brian and he's, I said, that was the year he was born. And he was just like, this is, he goes, this is like a time warp. Well, there was another guy doing some uh, stair railings and stuff. And Brian said, Hey, show him the picture. So I showed the guy the picture and he starts laughing. He goes, man, I bet you could have picked that machine up back then. I said, brother, you don't know. I said, you know, this other good friend of mine and I, we do a podcast. And that was one of the things we said on the podcast man, do we miss being strong? Where did that go? You call me good friend? Oh, yeah, you're uh, sick today, that's, you know. That's, that's nice, man. <laughs> All the things we've been through, uh, still, we're still good friends, man. We're still good friends, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I, I, Bona makes us say these things. Didn't we have to hug it out at the last fight? Sign something? Um, now there's a third person sitting in on all the uh podcasts. Um, you know, I think it's pretty cool you got a chance to work with your son. I, I really do think that's uh really, really special that you guys got and you got to look over and see him and think to yourself, you know what, kids done all right, man. That's it was, it was, man, he's just got a really good eye, you know, he's got a really good eye, a really, he's got a really good eye. So, 
I mean, the stuff he was picking up, I was just kind of laughing at myself like, man, I didn't, didn't see that. But, you know, the other thing I want to talk to you about, like you said, it's about 10 years since you sanded a floor for real, right? And I think that was really the first floor that I ever sanded for real using all dust containment. I was, I just kept stopping and, you know, wiping counters and windowsills and everything. And I said, this is just unbelievable. And I know we still have a lot of people out there. Uh, and, you know, I get it. We sell, we sell some great vac systems. All right. We sell some great dust containment, but man, you know, Bum and I were laughing about it. It's like, I said, I can't believe. And, and he said the same thing. He goes, I'm shocked how many guys I meet still aren't using dust containment. Holy mackerel. You just feel better. You just absolutely feel better. You know, you're sweating. You know, there's something about sweating. And then there's something about sweating and getting caked up with the dust too. You, you know, it's a, I mean, I, I was just like, this is, a, this is, and I know I do it at all the trainings and everything, but you know, it's in our big training centers and, you know, a lot of air movement and, you know, stuff like that, but my gosh. And like I said, we're working in the guy's kitchen. There's, there's no dust anywhere, man. If you're not using dust containment, you, you really should just give it a try. It, it'll change your life. Dust containment systems will change your life. And uh, I think when you first notice it is on the way home. I think that's when you first notice dust containment that you, you realize you haven't been breathing that all day and everything. And not to mention the homeowners are so much happier and you just a in general, it's just a cleaner site and it's more pleasant to work in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I watched an episode on coal miners the other day in the uh, Appalachia mountains and uh, going under those and then watching those guys come up after working in that all day long. Well, you know, working with oak dust all day long too, times five days times, 12 months in a year times how many years you do that just is not good, man. It's just not good for you. I think you owe it's it to a, yourself. It's a carcinogen. Absolutely. It's a carcinogen. Yeah. And the whole job site just had a completely different feel than I was ever used to, you know, doing it the old way. Yeah. It can also be a carcinogen. <laughs> did, <laughs> how did, how did you pronounce that? Did I pronounce that? Yeah. Did I, I did I mispronounce that? Carcinogen? Carcinogen. Oh, okay. Sounded weird. Um, uh, so you want to tell me about the fastest two hours in a day? Yeah, I was just going there. What do you think the fastest two hours in a floor guy's day is? I've seen you write that down. Fastest two hours in a floor guy's day. In a floor guy's day. All right, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I'm stumped. I think the fastest two hours is when I was doing the final cut, the final 120 cut before we're going to coat. And I'm like, man, here we go, baby. Do this final cut here and we are coating. And then two hours later, we started coat. And I was yeah. like, what the? And then it, that was one that I forgot. I forgot about that. All the little things you end up doing. All those little things. And, you know, to me, it was, I couldn't believe that. I mean, I seriously, I had 
looked at my phone, saw what time it was, and then we started. And I said to Pauline, oh, yeah, we'll be home at 3, no problem. <laughs> at 5 o'clock, we started coating. I was like, you got to be. So to me, I think, for me personally, that is the fastest two hours of my life. Yeah, now that you mention it, um, and there's so many different things. Once you get done with the sanding, and then the, the step before the coating is a lot of lot of it, that encompasses a lot of things, right? I mean, rolling up the cords, putting the machines away, doing this, vacuuming, tacking, vacuuming, you know, pulling your visqueen down or whatever, taping off molding, taping yeah. off tile, yeah all, yeah, all the threshold work. All, oh my God. Mixing up the stuff, getting your applicator ready, all those little steps, man, that, uh, that, yeah, I totally get it. Yep. Two hours, man. Two hours. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's the beauty. Sometimes you bring an extra guy to the job. You just throw everything out the door, like a, like it's a jailbreak and let him deal with that while you, uh, while you're coding. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even tell bum this, um, we put down the first coat and he wanted to try a new roller. Somebody had talked about, you know, this roller. So he wanted to give it a try. I looked at the roller and I just kind of, yeah, I bit my tongue. I'm like, yeah, you know, if we got to do something over, this is the place to do it. Right. He's a good friend of mine. And we didn't tell him that he was using a roller, but we got done and I stepped outside first. He came out a couple minutes later. He was just finishing out the doorway and everything. And with, I never told him the story. I know that he never heard the podcast, but he came out and did a Wayne Highlander. He came out and threw that roller and stick this the same way that you threw the is that right absolutely yeah he threw that thing he was absolutely livid with that roller livid and he kept working it trying to you know and i I didn't say anything You, you know sometimes you just gotta just step away and right but when he came out and threw that thing i mean he threw that thing 10 yards, man. I, it, that thing just, <laughs> I thought, oh my God, I can't wait to tell Wayne this one. That's hilarious. The he didn't like it. The only other person that I've ever, and I got to see it firsthand. He chucked that thing. I love it. <laughs> That's funny. And all, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm just trying to boost him up a little bit. I'm like, hey man, you, you know, you don't watch water-based dry. You don't watch it dry. Don't. It'll be okay. It'll be fine, you know. We'll and no, and we can fix this. It's only first coat. I go, don't, you know, you know how stuff dry. Don't watch it dry. You know, I'm trying to just, but man, when he got out, oh, that thing went sailing. <laughs> that's, that's a thing of beauty. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, and usually when that happens, somebody else is trying to console it. You know what? The it looks okay. It'll be fine. It'll wait till tomorrow. It'll be. It'll be good. Don't worry about it. We'll fix it. Whatever you know. I mean, everybody's in that same now. Everybody's in that same fight, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really uh, I'm uh, happy you got to spend some time with your son and uh, and uh, you know uh, for a birthday celebration is 
goofy as this is going to sound, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It oh, was good. Yeah, it was it was good. really good to work with them and uh, and uh, you know see the fifth generation coming up way he is. Nice. I was pretty happy. Very cool. Well, happy birthday to you, Rob. Thanks, buddy. Hey, I forgot to tell you. Um, and just in case you didn't hear it on the uh, on the Lenny Hall podcast, when I was hanging out, uh, we were just taking a quick water break during the job, and uh, Brian comes up to me with a tape measure, and he strings out sixty inches. And I'm I know I'm repeating the story, but just in case you didn't hear it, so he's got sixty inches on the tape measure. And he goes, hey, stand right here at the 60. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And he goes, there it is. There's 60 years of your life. And he said, he gave me 15 more inches to go. I go, really, 75? That's it? I, I, I go, at least, you know, let me go to 80. How about mm -hmm. 80? He's like, well, that's, that's cool. all you got right there between 75 and 80. That's it. What's that's left. That's all that's left. And I was like, you know, I was, I have never been a guy to get depressed about my, I've never been a person to get depressed about my age because I'm so immature. I, that's how I stay young. But when he did that with tape measure, I was like, dude, that's I'm tough. throwing every tape measure I own away. Well, and as I said before too, uh, uh, you know what, that tells you that you need to take advantage of every day, live every day to the fullest, man. And I don't care where you are in life. There's never a good time to start in today that to uh, make the next day better, right? And uh, I'm, I, when you talk about a glass is half full guy, I am 100%. I would not turn the clock back one single day in my life. You know that? Oh, no way. I, I, yeah. I don't want to be 20 again. I don't want to be 30 or 40 or 50 again. I am, I'm, I'm just fine where I'm at. I mean, uh, so just make the best of every day. And uh, I've had a lot of fun in those 60 years. I know you have too. Yep. Yep. All right, Rob. Well, thanks for sharing that. I'm uh, I'm happy for you that you're uh, 60 years old now. I, now I'm uh, you know you're a little bit closer to me now, and maybe I've joined the club. Yep. More mature. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob, and please stay tuned for another episode. Oh.